0: Heard? Okay, now I'm ready.
1: Okay. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody.
0: This
1: is Y'all, Y'all heard? heard. A podcast from me, Marissa Phillips.
0: And me, Pete Phillips.
1: Are not related.
0: And this is a show where we taste the sweet nectar of knowledge. No! And we let it dance upon our collective tongue. That's right. We have one tongue for this show. And then we, tr- talking, talking. we try to explain that heavenly delight to you, the listener, in words that honestly can't capture the sensation, but we hope that it captures your interest.
1: You disgust me.
0: Yeah, I thought tastes and tongues would be bad for you.
1: And then we were sharing a tongue?
0: Welcome to December.
1: You psycho. <laughs> Anyway, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, you can either answer, how are you, or just...
0: Man, Thanksgiving yeah. was great, wasn't it?
1: It was. That's <laughs> a fantastic Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, it was nice just not being... Um, I think I checked my work email maybe on like Monday or Tuesday, and then I just didn't check it again.
1: Beautiful.
0: And I was out Friday through the whole next week and then monday
1: holy fuck
0: and it was that just nice to not be at work
1: yeah. of
0: course like the thing is some students were emailing me too so i had to check in once in a while
2: fucking students
0: yeah.
1: Right? yeah but you
0: know like it's it's these are um uh i can't think of the right word so i'm just gonna say dutiful uh, students who are trying to get me to look at their papers before they turn them in to make sure everything's okay, Uh-oh. which is kind of a cheat as a teacher because it's like, okay, I already read this and I gave you feedback. And if you did the things that I told you to, then you're good. And if you didn't, then you're not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't. And they just wanted a pass and to seem like they were really up your ass and like really, but as you said, dutiful and thinking that would impact. Get some extra points.
0: Yeah, there was one that uh, 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 continue. Could you hear? I
1: was getting a phone
0: call. Oh no, I couldn't.
1: Oh good, okay. Anyway, continue what?
0: Uh, there was one that wrote a first like wrote a short story and then they were going to add on to it and they didn't do any of the corrections from the first short story that I read they and graded. Deserve... <laughs> yeah, so
1: I was going to say fa- I meant to say fail, but I almost said die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you on that one Marissa
1: I meant fail not die they shouldn't die <laughs> nobody deserves to die mm. uh, but yeah I don't know let's just leave that as.
0: <laughs> how about somebody with a life well lived and they're old you know yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: they deserve people,
1: the peace of death they really should people don't living forever becomes a torment at a point I would imagine to live forever! Oh, nice. At first, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But I was
0: like, yeah. So I really like Thanksgiving. I hung a railing at my mom's house by Ooh. myself.
1: That's a life well
0: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and die now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I made mashed potatoes. I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before, but one time I went to make mashed potatoes, and I didn't Uh I didn't know that you cooked the potatoes first. (laughs) So, and then when I went to cook them, I didn't know that they had to boil for like a really long time.
1: (laughs) I was I was a (laughs) potato.
0: So anyway, this time I made really good mashed potatoes and uh, I overcame that Uh, Hole in my cooking resume. Like I patched it up with potatoes. Uh, One of my other ones was uh, rice krispie treats, but I have learned to master them over the past few years. I didn't have the speed necessary to mix uh, the rice krispies into the marshmallow mixture, so
1: I'm a pro now. Particularly hard, uh, fast speed.
0: Um, before the marshmallow stuff like gets hardened. Like the first time I made them, it was <clears throat> it was like a bunch of dry Rice Krispies over here, <laughs> and then a ball of marshmallow stuff with like like kind of coated in
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. Rice Krispies. <laughs> I think everyone wants to visit your house during the holidays. Yeah. Well,
0: how about you, Marissa? I- you had did you had meat, right?
1: Yes, we had a rotisserie chicken that I bought and ribs that my father made.
0: Right, I saw the ribs, I saw the ribs.
1: They were good. Thanksgiving was fantastic. I somehow managed to have three days. This is the first time hosting Thanksgiving. I had my whole immediate family over, and no one complained about my apartment, about my food, about anywhere I took them. They only, my mother only briefly complained because I... Forgot the time I got tickets, and I was off by an entire hour, and it changed our whole day. And Early or late? Uh, it was an hour and 15 minutes later than I thought.
0: Okay, yeah. I could see that then being a uh,
1: <laughs> Which, that's a recurring thing I do now. I buy tickets for a different time than I think I do. That happens a lot, and it's problematic. <laughs> uh, but that aside, I, I've never felt so validated by my parents in my life. <laughs> um... Also, I managed to drink a lot without them judging me. And... um Oh, this is not related to Thanksgiving. I have a question to everyone. <laughs> okay?
0: I'm the only a- one who's going to be able to answer.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you can call in and tell yeah, me. Yeah,
0: yeah. 570-PODWOD-1. That's 570-763-9231. Thank you.
1: So... I'm going to add extra context because it may or may not help certain people depending on your ideas of gender roles and rules and relationships, not rules, I mean like, you know, norms and relationships, but it might be important to anyone weighing in, if you do weigh in, that I am in a very serious relationship with a man um, who is, has made peace with the fact that I have a tremendous amount of guy friends, but I know doesn't like, Love it. So I try not to like be on the phone with a man all of the time. <laughs> anyway, because I could be. Anyway, long story short, I have a friend of many years, uh who isn't on social media. Let's, and we used to huh?
0: Let's call him Ernie.
1: Okay, he's not Bernie, though. We do no, know Ernie. So- oh, Ernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Would you prefer Alfred?
1: Yeah, Alfred, because it's not close. So, Alfred is not on social media. Mm -hmm. And... a ghost. Yes. And we, you know, we used to hang out in person a lot. Alfred the ghost. But we don't. Alfred the ghost. Excuse me! (laughs) I lived pretty far, and I would text them every so often. But it seems like they prefer phone calls. And they would call me without telling me they were going to call me. They would, like, call me in the middle of
0: a a baby boomer
1: no they're (laughs) younger than me that's also important to mention (laughs) they are younger than me i do have boomers that call me but i understand it if you're younger than me you can't call me without telling me you're gonna call me unless it's an emergency or you're my best friend or my boyfriend anyway yeah isn't that crazy what
0: people do that they just call somebody
1: that's wild crazy. So anyway, I said, like, I can't take your phone call now. I'll try and call you back sometime. I didn't call them back, and I didn't notice that I haven't talked to them in a very long time. Does and... this does it sound
0: familiar, Mike Dominic?
1: <laughs> well, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I am the person, and yes, I wronged Mike Dominic once, and we We remedied it because he's one of my dearest friends. But that was because I was having a mental breakdown and cut everyone out of my life. (laughs) This is just me not returning one person's phone call. So we haven't talked in like eight months and their first text to me is, I haven't heard from you forever. It's making me think there's something deeper. Is there something we need to discuss? (laughs) (laughs) Granted, I could have said like, do you not understand that things become a little more sensitive in long-term relationships? I could have said, hey, you said something really racist a while ago. (laughs) But that was also part of it. But instead, I said, like, honestly, I don't keep in touch with a lot of people these days, but social media and texting makes it easier. But the fact that you prefer phone calls makes it difficult, because I don't really make phone calls these days. And I thought that would open up a conversation. <laughs> so they stopped talking to me. <laughs> my question is, in this, in this day and age, did I handle that badly? Or did I handle that as one should handle it?
0: I think oftentimes we don't give, uh, this is my answer listeners. Oftentimes we don't give credit to people for being honest. And I think you were honest. And you were, you were also like, right. (laughs) You know, like social media, texting. I know like you're, you're good with email too. Like you'll answer an email. Um, all those things kind of make it easier to kind of, uh, and honestly, like if, if I expected like a heartfelt conversation or something, I would put email ahead of of getting a phone call. But, um, but it's not that there's anything, I guess, wrong with phone calls. It's but an unprompted phone call is kind of fucked up.
1: <laughs> like, exactly. Me and my
0: like you and I will be like, "Are you busy right now?" <laughs> and exactly. it's like, "No," and then the phone rings.
1: <laughs> exactly. Or if I ever call you with literally no feelers, you know something happened. Yeah,
0: to happen. I'm like, I got to answer the phone for sure because Marissa's head fell off or
1: <laughs> something. <laughs> Or I'm having a drama that I don't know what to say in in response and I need you to craft a response for me out of the spot. Mm. Uh, Mike Dominic, one of my dearest friends, we kind of like schedule a phone call every few months. It's great. The phone calls are long, but I tell everyone, hey, I'm making a phone call later. Like, you know, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, Or someone or like even my boyfriend sometimes will go, are you busy? And I will say no uh yeah no i'm sorry unless
0: but you see what mike did was he accommodated the situation because like the other person could also be like well you know like i understand what you're saying and maybe like we could schedule a time like once a month or every couple weeks to talk or something like that and um but they didn't they just gave up they gave up on you marissa (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was like, I guess you got mad at me, but at least, like, I would think you would be, like, if they said, like, you know, I thought we were close enough that, you know, we wouldn't let that get in the way, I guess I would say, like, yeah, I guess I could be a better friend. I Like, I was open to the conversation continuing, but I was like, yo, if you can't answer that? Like, <laughs> eat my butt. I was like, <laughs> okay, our is over, I guess. That was kind of lame. Uh, I'm sorry, that wasn't even a icebreaker, and that lasted way too long, and that's not what our topic is, so I'm
0: sorry that took so long. Hey, you know who we're always going to accept phone calls from?
1: You. Our
0: fans. Yes. We've got great fans and sometimes they call to remind us. Marissa, first things first, we got a text. Evidently.
1: From a bot?
0: uh, For our protection. Wells Fargo has limited our account online, and we can click a link for more details.
1: I'm sorry, do we have an account? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, oh, that's right. I got to do this share screen thing.
1: Wells Fargo sucks, even though I have Wells Fargo.
0: Yeah, me too. Okay. So we're gonna hear from we got a, we got a couple of calls to catch up on a couple okay. of callers and um when I was editing one of the shows <laughs> that we recently did i I realized that I misquoted Alex, but I couldn't clean it up in the edit so we're gonna hear from Alex um about how he actually does like Christmas
1: <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: hi, this is Alex. I recently called in to say that uh Daylight saving time, is, end of daylight saving time, is my favorite holiday because now that I'm, I'm an adult, I can do things like just buy Christmas presents for myself. But the thing is, I still get really excited about Christmas, and I put a lot of work into my Christmas list, picking out things for other people to get me that I wouldn't otherwise get for myself. And I want to tell you a secret, and it's the Christmas stocking ruse that my w-
0: shh, everybody listen,
2: quiet. Wow. My wife and I pulled on my mother-in-law for the first few years of our marriage. So the first year that we were married, my mother-in-law uh, expected us to get stocking presents for each other in addition to the regular presents that we would get. And so I would, like, go to Target, and my wife and I agreed, like, $10 is good for this. Okay, great. So I would pick out $10 worth of random things, like fingernail polish was one that stuck out to me, and something that all of a sudden I had to figure out how to pick out. And <laughs> wrap these things up individually and put them in, in my wife's stocking and uh she did the same for me and it didn't go well. It was really stressful <laughs> to find $10 oh? worth of stuff but it had to be at least like five objects at least. Oh, uh, And uh, at anyway, what we started doing was for stocking gifts we would each go to five below together and we would just each blow $10 on ourselves just whatever it is that we wanted <laughs> and then um, swap the thing and on um, Christmas Day, I would uh, open up these presents that I'd already picked up for myself at five below and act surprised that I received them (laughs) and just (laughs) be so appreciative (laughs) to Santa for knowing. Um, And we stopped doing that, once we started having kids and, you know, we tried to make Christmas a little bit simpler. But, man, I miss, like, being surprised that Santa would give me a robot spider or papercraft Star Wars droids that I could put together (laughs) to pass the time on Christmas evening. All right.
0: Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Marissa, do you... How do you... How do you kind of like Christmas like that with shopping? Like, do you put a list together and give it to your family? Do you, like, hope that they'll figure out something you would want?
1: (laughs) When I was... I mean, when I was really little, I didn't. But then when I was, like, in my early 20s, I would give my mother a list, and she would... Work off of it, but also deviate a little bit. I do love the surprise. Now, I only tell my brother, I give my brother a list, and he gives me a list. Uh, Sometimes it's specific things, sometimes it's thematic. But now I can mostly buy what I want. I might ask my parents for something specific that's small. Like I asked for a CD player last year, and then they just give me random things around that. Mm. And that's kind of fun because I get something I want. But then it's not expensive, so they also throw in, like, some extra stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, for my other people, like, I don't know, my boyfriend never wants anything, so that's impossible. <laughs> and,
0: uh, would your, um, yeah,
1: that's it. How about you?
0: would your parents ever buy you clothes?
1: Um,. I think once I asked my mother for a t-shirt from a Christian punk rock band, and she said, here's the money, buy it yourself. I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) But, uh, no, except for pajamas or socks or underwear, they would never, like, my mother, not my father, (laughs) they would never, like, take chances on
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. um, My mom uh, just says, like, that I hate everything that she buys me, (laughs) clothes-wise. But... I feel like once I had a firm grasp on like money I was like I'm not doing mom any favors by accepting this gift that I'm never going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell her that I don't like it and See, it hurts hard. it hurts her
1: feelings. You're but then... <laughs> so I would fucking never. I would ne- <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you but you also know my um you know my style of reaction and so yeah I
1: know. after
0: seeing stuff like that for years it, like I, I i can't lie well <laughs> so yeah so she's you know she's onto to that and uh yeah now actually what i do with her is she will take me shopping like maybe in like september October somewhere around there and I'm so stupid I forget everything I picked out and it is all like nice and it's stuff that I wanted Um, but I didn't remember getting
1: (laughs) okay that's funny so you're kind of like Alex but yeah yeah. (laughs) oh I I also just need to point out first of all thank you for sharing that secret with us Alex I was very charmed by the fact that he specifically said fingernail polish Mm -hmm. because Don't really know that another Don't you
0: dare c- use that shit on your toes. <laughs> right?
1: Don't you dare. Like specific difference for toe polish. It just sounded like an old-fashioned way to say it and reminded me about how I say pocketbook and everyone is like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> instead of handbag. So it just seemed like a fun old-timey way to say that and very I was just charmed by that. But yeah, that that that's that's fun. And I asked my mother to give me stocking gift once. And she did it once and she said, I'm never doing this again. So I'm also jealous of people who have stocking gifts.
0: <laughs> well, um, speaking of stockings, let's hear from Cassie. That oh, doesn't make what? sense. That doesn't make no, sense.
3: No, it doesn't at all. Hey, guys.
0: Um, well. Okay, Cassie discovered our limit on voice messages. So this is okay. a two parter, guys.
3: Guys, right. okay. I mean, as you know, Marissa did confirm that I am alive and well. Um, but however, I have been having, and this I guess falls in the spooky category, extremely vivid nightmares. And I just want to preface, I'm going to tell you about one, but I, I just want to preface that even in my normal dreams, just like run in the mill, whatever dreams, I never have like anything that has base in reality. Like, and none of it is ever really something you can like analyze and be like, ah, I think that this symbolized that, you know, it's all just completely fucking wild.
0: No, we're going to analyze it, okay, Cassie?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I was just thinking about, um, I had a really weird one last night, but I had a really kind of scary one last week that had me, like, you know, sit up in bed really quickly with my heart pounding, like, sweating, like, obviously very afraid. I'm going to try to retell it, but I'm a little fuzzy on the details, so bear with me okay i have this dream that i'm in a city feels like new york i get off the subway and i'm trying to get up to the ground and the only thing i can see is an elevator so i take the elevator and it takes me up to a building and not the street so i'm like in the first floor of a building and it's dark and dingy and i see A light coming from a room, and I'm like, okay, well, let me go check this out. Oh yeah, so I go in there, and I'm in a bathroom, like a bathroom in someone's apartment, and there is a tub, a whole bunch of blood, a towel, some rope, and it's clear to me that like someone was killed here, and I'm like, oh fuck! So I got to get out of here. So I leave, I get back in the elevator and somehow I'm now (laughs) on the street.
0: Okay, so she gets back in the elevator and now she's back on the street. Except the elevator didn't go to the street the first time. Oh, this is a lateral elevator too. It can go up, down, and sideways.
3: Homes of other things happen in the dream and I'm somehow like in a group of people that I'm friends with and it starts to become clear that like women are disappearing. And one of them happened to be someone that we knew. And then another one happened to be someone that we knew. And this guy has been in our friend group, you know, this whole time as these women are disappearing, and I'm starting to get very suspicious of him. And at one point, I have a really strong suspicion that like, it's definitely this dude. Like this dude is the one killing our friends because I found something on his phone that made me suspicious, so.
0: We don't like this Cassie. We don't like you looking on people's phones, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: at another point in the dream, I tell my uh, boyfriend, I'm just like, hey, like I really think that it's this guy, like look at these clues, like watch him, I think something's up, and then another one of our friends disappear, and I tell my boyfriend in the dream that like I think I know where this person has been killing them, Um, because some videos started to surface that make it seem like there's...
0: Uh recently I dream dreamt um that I was like showing something how, somebody how to do something at work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I dreamt that I was doing my job. Um
1: I've I, had that before and I don't want to kill myself.
0: Before we hear the second half, I just wanted to let people know. Uh when she says women are disappearing, um that Google transcribed that is I'm in Odessa appearing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: and for some uh, reason when she says she had vivid nightmares it capitalized vivid
1: <laughs> That's weird.
0: but okay um
1: okay back to the story <laughs>
3: um so i take him to the elevator we go into this building i take him to the <gasps> bathroom
0: do you think he and did it and the
3: three clues are there the towel, the boy- blood, yeah. the rope. The- but then there's also the boyfriend. a phone. That's oh, like a huge fucking iPhone with like a glitter case for some reason. And I take the phone and I'm like, Look. Like and then we watch a video and it's definitely the guy. He's killing someone. And I'm like, We have it. Like we gotta get out of here. We gotta like go do something. Um now that we have the evidence. And so we try to get out of the building and the elevator has disappeared. And there's only a stairwell and there's no other rooms or anything in the building so dark. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess we have to go up the stairs. The stairs lead directly into the killer's apartment. And I am stumbling around trying to pretend like, I don't know how we got here and how like, Oh, we're just trying (laughs) to get to the surface, you know, like the Mm -hmm. street. Like, do you guys know how we get out?
0: Marissa, you've spent a lot of time with Cassie. Do you think she's a good actress in this situation? (laughs) I don't know <laughs> I was going to vote no. And not yeah. to mean any offense to Cassie as an actress, but just like whenever you're in that situation you're like, oh, I have to pretend that I accidentally stumbled in here. Nobody ever pulls that
1: off. <laughs> yeah. Voting no. And well, they
3: immediately know that we know. They try to then they hurt do. us. And uh they do. And both my boyfriend and I, like, kind of die in the dream and uh the dream blacks out but then i wake up and i'm like fucking horrified i'm like what am i gonna do this is horrible i gotta calm down and then i just can't and then when i go to sleep i go back into this world (laughs) so my question to you guys is what is the craziest dream you have ever had or your craziest dream from recent memory that could be a good icebreaker okay i leave you now
1: Okay, so this is our icebreaker.
0: I didn't mean it to be i I didn't listen to the message prior.
1: <laughs> do we keep that for today or or answer that?
0: Now? I have a fun one today um but
1: okay, honestly
0: like i I know we've talked about dreams on the show before, and I just had this horrifying dream um like the short version is that I was on a roller. C- I was sleeping on the couch in the living room as a kid, mm-hmm. which wasn't something that I was allowed to do because. We were always supposed to be doing something, <laughs> and uh, and we were on a. Ro- I was on a roller coaster, and we were cresting the hill of the roller coaster, and then going down and going up another hill, and we went down, picked up speed and stuff, and then the track ended, and it was Donald Duck's face, and he ate me.
1: Ooh! And he ate you? Yep. That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> and I woke <laughs> up, and I was like,
1: ah, ah, Mom! <laughs> Okay. Because
0: I was a little bitch.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> hmm. Um, I don't, this definitely isn't the weirdest one, but I will say, so I have had sex dreams or romantic dreams a couple times in my life, and they're always so real that when I see the person, it makes me uncomfortable, Uh. or I end up dating them. Which I, do. I really anyway. like that
0: because it's weird for you and yeah,
1: not that <laughs> anyway so I don't think it was sex. I don't know if it was sexual but it was definitely like I mean I'm sorry I don't know if it was porno sexual but it was definitely sexual or romantic but I have a f- I'm sure they don't listen to my podcast so I'm just going to say uh, my favorite internet content creator and podcaster I, added, I, I just like was watching all their content the other day. And their content isn't, like... It's, like, very niche content. It's,
0: like, Milkshake Skateboard?
1: <laughs> what is that?
0: Isn't that the guy?
1: Dinosaur Dracula? Yeah. Yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> uh, yes, I specifically had a romance about the guy buying Dinosaur Dracula, who, on that day, I had watched him review the new holiday-flavored Mountain Dew, and I think I listened to his podcast about like top ten spooky things, and then I read a blog post where he just gives the highlights from a nineteen eighty seven JC Penney catalog. <laughs> and I had a really like romantic dream about him, and now when I see his internet content, I feel like like almost like he knows. <laughs> 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 so that's it. All and right, then I to out myself. So yeah,
0: let's uh, let's let's get back to wholesome content, Marissa.
1: I say, "porny." <laughs> Hi, Bye.
2: this is Alex. Um, you had recently done the episode on reaction videos and asked for ideas for things to react to, and I think maybe the most polarizing reaction you can have is toward the most wanted song and the most unwanted song. There were a pair of. Artists from the Soviet Union, Komar and Melamid, who did surveys on what people liked seeing and not liked seeing in paintings, and then made awesome and terrible paintings based on survey results. And then they tried this approach with making music, and they predicted Ooh. that fewer than two hundred human beings would be able to enjoy the most unwanted song. And apparently, I'm one of them. <laughs> um, you can find it on YouTube, or if you need a link, um, I guess you've got my contact info. Um, so yeah, check out the most wanted song and the most unwanted song by Komar and Melamed, and uh, see what you enjoy first. I genuinely recommend both of them as interesting listening material, um, but I'm I'm not sure that that's what most people would enjoy listening to. Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> let's do it. I mean, obviously not right now on this show, but yeah, let's let's set this up.
0: They, they, don't people say that's what like Rivers Cuomo did? Like he yeah. studied. What would make a good pop song and then he just had a formula and he just kept doing it over and over again?
1: That makes me like him a lot. Not that I didn't actively like him or dislike him. I had no opinion. That makes me actively dislike him.
0: Yeah, it was something like he was writing from his heart and it wasn't selling. And so he was just like, Well, fine. Let me do it the way that everybody's gonna like it, or something. We'll have to we'll have to do a show on that sometime.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So Marissa. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time to break the ice. Icebreaker. If you had to, um, if you had to have an undomesticated animal as a roommate, which animal would it be? Um, and I want you to know that this isn't a pet. This is a roommate. Like you share space with it.
1: Are anthropomorphic.
0: No. And their their rent is paid like through some sort of trust by whoever you know wanted to put you through this, and so it's not like they're not contributing to the rent or anything like that. Um, but you know, for all intents and purposes, you're in a financial situation where you have to uh, live with a roommate, and this is your roommate.
1: But they just act the way they do as animals in yeah. the house. Do mm-hmm. they at
0: least
1: have their own room? Yeah,
0: they're not sleeping with you. I mean, unless...
1: Do they stay in the room, or (laughs) are they fucking, like, jumping all over the walls in every room?
0: No, you have, like, like, your private area, and you also have a common area, you know? Like, the kitchen is used by both of you. The bathroom's probably also used by both of you.
1: I fucking hate cats, but since they're not my pet, and they aren't neat... I love dogs, but I wouldn't want a needy roommate. I would have a cat because it, it wouldn't give a fuck about me. It would poo in a litter thing. And it probably wouldn't even be home a lot. As long as it's paying its rent, I'd have a cat. And as long as it doesn't piss on the walls. <laughs> which is why I don't like cats because my mother told me she used to have a cat that pissed on walls. And I was like, it's fucking disgusting.
0: Now, I'm just going to remind you that I did say an undomesticated animal. So you're talking about like a feral wild cat.
1: So anything is going
0: to be unhinged? No, 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 no. Like, I'll tell you, the first thing I thought was like, oh, maybe like a sloth or something that's going to be chill and slow. But then I was like, but sloths also have like crazy claws. (laughs) So if I do piss it off by accident, I'm going to get hurt. (laughs)
1: Okay, I changed my mind. I want a turtle.
0: I was going with turtle too. What kind of turtle? Are you thinking like giant sea turtle?
1: whichever
0: no i was and, thinking giant sea turtle
1: <laughs> why
0: like one of those giant ones it's just sort of like they put it in the same cage as the flamingos because like what's at the zoo because like what's it gonna do
1: <laughs> i wanted a medium-sized one maybe one that's cute but one that can't bite me
0: surprisingly marissa i do not want a bird
1: that surprise. Oh, you're right. Never mind. I hate birds. You don't hate birds. I forgot who's who. (laughs) (laughs) I would never want a bird domesticated or not. Uh, Why? Because because why?
0: I think it's the free-spirited attitude towards pooping.
1: Ugh, that's disgusting. So,
0: I mean, part of it is because I'm looking at a cow angel ornament, but I think I might try to go with cow.
1: That probably also is a freak. do you think cows poop in toilets?
0: Maybe this one does.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Maybe I can like teach it.
1: Okay, you're 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 hoping to domesticate <gasps>
0: it. No, well, not necessarily domesticate it. You're right. But like, you know, like yeah, like it's gonna teach me some things. I'm gonna teach it some things.
1: Wow, you have a ambitious idea of what having a roommate as well. It's going to be
0: like, here's how to prepare chicken. And I'm going to be like, cool, here's how to poop in a toilet.
1: Again, ambitious, but I like it. We're
0: going to be friends.
1: Uh, yep, Just keep thinking that. i got to pour myself some water real quick because I haven't eaten dinner yet and I'm about to become unhinged, so I think water might at least keep me... From That's okay, kill. I
0: wanted to spray my new plant.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, god. okay. I can't believe I didn't think I should eat dinner before this.
0: Anyway. Yeah, I can't believe that either.
1: Okay, moron. Okay, anyway, you ready?
0: I'm ready. is bringing a serious topic to the show today
1: okay oh by the uh, way real
0: quick by the end of the yeah. show we're gonna interpret that's gonna be a nice teaser Pete we're gonna <laughs> interpret Cassie's Ooh. dream by the end of the show
1: okay I'll keep thinking um speaking about thinking <laughs> I think about this all of the time when I was thinking about like, oh what should I do a topic on and then I was like you know what I should look more into this because I literally think about it all the time I am of the age where everyone's like I have a fucking child that's what life is about and I'm like fuck y'all but then I'm like should I have a child and then I'm like wow if I have a child I'm going to be angry all of the time because nobody gives a shit about mothers and then I was like also no one gives a shit about fathers so first I was going <laughs> to cover paternity leave but then I realized, maybe I'm stupid for not knowing this, but I didn't realize ho- how few people had maternity leave. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, why the fuck does anyone have a baby with some of the information I I looked at? So let's talk about how much our country sucks <laughs> when people have babies. Uh, Pete, did you know that the U.S. is the only... I mean, I guess it's relative, but quote-unquote wealthy nation that offers no national paid parental leave program.
0: I'm going to say no.
1: Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) So that you can
0: uh, (laughs) have a thing to talk about.
1: I should have known that. Um, Well, why is that? Well, because we suck. But anyway, to get more into it, let's just let you know, Pete, that only 21% of U.S. workers have access to paid family leave through their employers, even though, according to the Pew Research Center in 2015, both parents generally work full-time in at least half of all two-parent households. Uh, Access to paid leave is typically determined by an employer's benefits package, Mm -hmm. but even among those wealthy Fortune 500 companies, parental leave is not a given. Only about seven in ten Fortune five hundred companies offer some sort of paid leave for new parents, and surprise, surprise, fathers are generally considered secondary to mothers. Mm Pete, if you were the partner that had a newborn, would you get parental leave? Would you get paternity leave?
0: You mean I gave birth to it?
1: No, I'm sorry. (laughs) If your partner gave a child, would you get parental leave?
0: I'm pretty sure. I believe. Alex mentioned it in a voicemail ages ago. I believe he had paternity leave.
1: Okay. Uh that's
0: nice. You're like, well, fuck have- my topic then. No, no. Was- <laughs> but honestly, we that- like I think one of the things is that we work in higher ed and we make no money, and so they try to give us as many creature comforts as possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
1: was just going to say that I asked my boyfriend if he had paternity if his well, he doesn't know where he's going to end up working. But if he knew of many doctors who took paternity leave, and he said, "No, I've never heard of like any who got paternity leave," and I was like, "What the fuck?" And uh, does my job give this, paternity leave?
0: This doesn't what? bode well for your future.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> and I was, like, do I paternity leave? I don't know, but I do know that I've heard of people who gave birth, so mothers who had to use all of their vacation time because the maternity leave we get is not nearly as much as they need. Um, I'll get more onto what they, quote-unquote, need later. Uh, research has shown that paid parental leaves offers inarguable benefits for the parents, the children, and the general society of the countries who provide it. Oh, I missed a sentence in that... Um, the paid leave we provide is in sharp contrast to Europe, where subsidized parental leave is a standard. Um, and, you know, even though we don't have it, uh, according to an academic study published pretty recently, uh, around 82 percent of Americans support access to paid parental leave. The other people who don't, I want to know what the what kind of world they want to live in. <laughs> Um and the figure has remained roughly the same for years and includes support from across the entire political spectrum. Uh, the reasons the U.S. remains an outlier on paid parental leave, uh, the reasons are complex, but comes from some combination of post-World War II needs um, and a complicated national cultural identity of individualism and self-determination. I would like to do a different episode on American individualism, which is so fucked up eventually, but that's a whole nother topic. Anyway, <laughs> um, the $1.8 trillion domestic policy bill that is still kind of being negotiated uh, in Congress initially was going to include funding for a fucking paltry 12 weeks of paid family leave and medical leave. Uh, which would cover a share of people's wages as they take time off work to care for their loved ones, whether it's newborns or, um, you know, sick people or like, um, you know, parents that need aid. But because of hesitations on the part of moderate Democrats and a total resistance on the part of Republicans, the proposal went from 12 weeks to four weeks and then to zero weeks. And then they dropped it all together. Then eventually, Democrats brought it back to four weeks of leave. Um, I will admit, I don't read the news a lot anymore. I did, and then COVID happened, and I had panic attacks, and my OCD ramped up to a point that it was not manageable. Now I only look at the news, like, once every few days. That being said, I did not know that this was in Congress in any bill. Did you, Pete? No. Yeah, so, it is, we still have yet to see whether the Build Back Better bill passes with these four weeks of funded leave. Um, So, as I said before, benefits of parental leave are fucking obvious. Uh, For some actual specifics, healing from giving birth usually takes, at the very least, six weeks. Because when you give birth... You like, (laughs) do I need to explain? Is that self-explanatory? I'm not going to explain it anymore. (laughs) Um, And returning to full-time work when the newborn and primary caregivers are still adjusting to one another. uh, And a birth mother has not yet recovered physically. Of course, mentally is another thing, but they need time to literally physically recover. (laughs) Uh, That's a bad idea to return to work. Before that all takes place. Yeah. Uh, that's what most mothers and fathers do anyway, because they, they can't afford to do otherwise. Um, and uh, leave is good for families' physical and mental health. Babies whose parents take leave are more likely to get their vaccinations on time, more likely to be best fed, and less likely to go to the hospital with an infectious disease. I don't have more information about that, but that was in my... <laughs> I forget whether it was the Atlantic or New York Times article, but I read... These are legit sources. Uh, And on top of giving birth mothers time to physically heal, taking leave is linked to better mental health for mothers, uh, both when they take it and when fathers do. Uh, Because... What's that fucking thing called? Where you get sad because you have a baby?
0: Postpartum depression? Thank
1: you. Postpartum depression is real and nobody cares, it seems. Um, Also... If a woman is suffering postpartum depression, should they be the only one that's home to see their baby nonstop, taking care of their baby's only needs without help of a partner? No, that doesn't sound like a good idea to me, but whatever. Um, leave is also beneficial for family relationships.
0: Dad- I like, too, how it, like if anything happens to the baby, of course, it's going to be the mother's fault first. Because <laughs> uh-huh. she was the one that was home. Regardless exactly. of whether or not she was suffering at the same time.
1: Guys, if you want to see some realness about postpartum depression and overworked mothers, watch The Servant. Well, or not Servant. Just Servant by M. Night Shyamalan on Apple. Okay? That's some realness. That's a that heavy show. You, you watch Servant. Yeah. Right? Okay, I forgot whether or not that was you and me. Um, so leave is also obviously beneficial for family relationships. I feel like so much that I'm saying is obvious but clearly it's not
0: Well Dad, Marissa, I believe that the um the reality that you are that you are subscribing to is yeah. one of um compassion and and like good mental I health
1: in the United States at this point
0: but, I it. Who we are capitalists. Yeah, I know. So, I don't care if you've healed or not. Get your ass back <laughs> to work. Because well, these blogs are not going to write themselves.
1: <laughs> God. Yeah, I just, like I said, I feel like a lot of this is self explanatory, but I feel like we need a reminder of how fucked our country is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a reminder of how inhumane mothers And families, not just mothers. Both the father, the child, and the mother, how inhumanely they are treated. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Dads who take leave tend to go on to be more involved in their children's lives. And their partnerships tend to be more stable. Because do you think your wife, who just gave fucking birth and is physically healing and is probably... Her hormones are probably all over the place. Wants to just be alone with the child all day? No, I'm guessing she doesn't.
0: I just spent and nine then, months with this thing.
1: Yeah, and then, like, she can't sleep, and just just too many things. Okay.
0: Evidently, when I was born, my, my they gave me to my mom, and she was like, no, nah, I'm cool. Just <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> just take him somewhere else.
1: Oh, you mean, like, right when you were born? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mother... I think, also said something comparable and was like, I'm not breastfeeding this child. (laughs) Fuck yeah, mom. You do you. (laughs) I was like, I feel like I would be demonized if I had the balls to do that today. I decided if I have a child, I will breastfeed it in the hospital and for a week. (laughs) And then I'll be like, fuck all of y'all. I did it for appearances. I turned out great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, again, I remind you guys, when I say, Mom, did you breastfeed me? She says, no. And I was like, why? She's like, because I didn't want to. And you know what? That's a good enough reason. Yeah. Anyway, don't fight me on this, guys. Anyway, going back to what I was saying. uh, This sets up when the father's home and the mother's home. Uh, This sets up a developmental trajectory for both parents and children. Fathers develop stronger, longer-term ties to their children and parenting as a more collaborative and shared endeavor. Third, parental... I don't even know if I had first and second. I might have just copied that wrong. <laughs> Contrary to what some people would argue, parental leave, in many cases, will help families financially. Uh, many mothers who have to take time off to care for their baby but may end up losing or having to leave their job. What?
0: But we don't care about families
1: you shut up, Pete.
0: The business has to make more money.
1: <laughs> you shut up. And uh, then when they're looking for a new job, honestly, oftentimes a new baby is seen as a liability. Uh, and, like, that's not going to allow the mother to give their job the attention it needs. Um, so, basically... Paid parental leave keeps parents employed during the crucial transition to parenthood, uh, preventing a steep drop in pay and a period of employment instability. Um, so experts were told to weigh in on what they thought uh, was behind Americans America's unique lack of paid leave. Um, and some brought up the country's low rates of union membership, which for sure, um, but like I mentioned before, the most common theory was that um, a parental leave program, even if it's, you know, a very short amount of time given to people, um, violates the American virtues of self-sufficiency and hard work. Uh, this logic can, of course, be self-defeating um, in the sense that paid leave can help mothers stay in the workforce and, and its lack can push them out of it. So, yeah, this doesn't even fucking make sense. Whatever. Um, as I mentioned, in one of the bills currently in Congress is four weeks of paid leave. That is uh, under considerations. But incidentally, compared to global standards, that's fucking bullshit. Um, like I mentioned, it currently takes six weeks just to right. physically...
0: I remembered recover-
1: that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, and four weeks is... Far, far fucking less than the world wide worldwide averages, which are about seven months of paid leave. Take that in—seven months of paid leave for mothers and four months for fathers in the <laughs> that provide it. Uh, if you work sleepy
0: get- Joe will give you that, am I right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> If you, uh, anyone that you know that's had paternity leave, any idea how long it's been? No. No fucking way it's four months.
0: No, 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 definitely not. No, I, yeah. I would say it's always been measured in weeks.
1: Yeah, and this new bill doesn't even want to give mothers four months. So anyway, um, I will end with kind of the point that made me want to cover this, which was that right wing pundits and bullshitters were making fun of Pete Buttigieg for taking paternity leave. Yeah. When got a child. I think he and his partner both took leave. Uh, And Tucker, this is a quote from Tucker Tucker Carlson. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went, Tucker Carlson said on his segment in Fox News, because that's hilarious. (laughs) Like, just because you adopted a child doesn't mean it doesn't need care. Yeah, does.
0: no, one would think it might... Okay, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say more.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, but I know what you meant.
0: But in terms of, like, yeah, adapting to a new place and everything like that. Yeah. I'd uh, say it probably needs as much. It's just not as gross.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, it is still... Far from the norm for fathers in the U.S. to claim even a few fucking weeks of unpaid leave. Or or paid leave, obviously. Only five, 5% five of new dads take at least two fucking weeks, according to research. Are you fucking kidding me? According uh, to sociology professor Richard Petz who told USA Today that he was drawn to the issue when his first child was born. Uh, At the time, Pets was told that if he wanted to take more than a couple days off (laughs) to care for his newborn, he would need a motherfucking medical note saying that his wife was unavailable to care for their child. How motherfucking regressive is that fucking sexist shit? Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, we, ugh, I can't. We expect that fathers should be financial providers first. And so there is a stigma attached to valuing family over work by taking paternity leave, uh, said Pets. Um.
0: Although, again, yeah. going back to what you said about gender norms early on, it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's the man's job to provide for the family. So he needs to go back to work. But it's just like, I, like, I know people who view fatherhood as, like, well, my primary function is to provide for the family, provide money, um, that sort of stuff. Um, it's not as much to spend time with people. <laughs>
1: like... um, no, that don't fly. <laughs> and, like, I guess why I'm so angry about this is because I feel like society is making big strides like with a lot of issues. I mean, we're also fucking backwards. as Fuck with a lot of issues. But I'm like, why are we all not? Why is why are we all not fucking like?
0: You know why, Marissa?
1: Why? Because no one's be shit about mothers and women.
0: People are just gonna have babies so they can get off of work.
1: Pete, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <You just pay. laughs> I was like, people are complaining that millennials don't want to have kids as much. No fucking shit. What? Why the fuck would we? Like, I'm just like, I'm of the age where people are like, why wouldn't you have? Why don't you have a kid yet? And I'm like, do you want a fucking list? Like, there's so many fucking reasons. Um, but continuing, there have been a few studies, of course, a few, because no one gives a shit about people with babies, <laughs> showing that workers are less committed to their jobs when they take parental leave. Uh, even so, Americans at the same time are voicing support for paid parental leave for both mothers and fathers, Pets noted. About seven in ten people say dad should get paid parental leave. Boy, those three people who don't think so must be fucking horrible fathers. <laughs> Compared with eight in ten who said the same for mothers. Who the fuck doesn't think mothers should get paid leave? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I feel like I don't even understand. But anyway... Jesu's case is just one of many high profile cases where the media has criticized men for taking paternity leave because in our culture, we perceive childcare to be the responsibility of mothers and not fathers. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I didn't fucking know that was in Congress. I didn't know only four weeks is up. Like I want to fucking protest about this. Like I want to, I'm, oh, I'm just so furious. Anyway. So I was like, I didn't want to leave it as just a complaint. Cause I was like, what, can I fucking do something? Now, I don't have this grand thing you can do, but I do have a tiny thing you can do because, like I said, I guess it is still in Congress. I So the most I could think of immediately doing, if you care, is go to paidleave.us. And if you're one of those people like me, you won't call your congressperson. You won't write to your congressperson. But you love those organizations where it's like, here's a personal personalizable personizab-
0: per- oh yes yes like a customized letter
1: yeah oh customizable letter that you know you could add some things to but at least it tells you who to send it to it sends it to them and it gives you like a skeleton of a letter so basically this website will give well once you put in like your location information it will tell you who your congress people are and it will give you a customizable letter about this issue and
0: you can um, still add to the letter
1: yeah yeah because yeah i don't i mean it does seem like bullshit it's just like if you just send a form letter that a thousand people sent but yeah like it gives sincerely
0: you sincerely hoping my vagina has time to re- recover yeah <laughs> marissa yeah. phillips
1: <laughs> uh, a lot of its formal formal tone and added my <laughs> My aggressiveness to it, so it felt like it really came from me. So again, the paidleave.us, and uh, right on the front, there's a there's a button uh, where. Wait, is that is that? Oh yeah, you just press join, and you get to quote unquote join the movement um, to fight for this. Again, there's only fucking four weeks up for grabs, but I guess that's the best we can fucking do.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like um, when this happens, a lot of times parents have to, like, scaffold the time that they have off. So, like, if the mom gets four weeks off, then the then the father, again, in a heteronormative uh, situation, yeah. would be like, oh, now I'm going to start my paternity leave and yeah. I'll be home with the baby for four weeks or two weeks or whatever <laughs> it may be. But it's still very short of, like, the seven months you threw out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and like but even if even if you do like have that wonderful benefits where there's both maternity and paternity leave. Babies are like sleep erratically and it's like a full-time Oh, baby. absolutely.
0: More- I think <laughs> um if I were in that situation Yeah. I uh, no people would, would be telling me to go. go home. Like people would say, "Pete, leave work because you have yeah. you have offended too many people because you haven't yeah. slept." <laughs>
1: right like no one should be all alone with a newborn i feel like it should definitely be a tag team partnership so that both people get sleep i almost feel like new parents it's almost like a badge of honor like i haven't slept in forever uh i will not use that as a badge of honor uh anyone who i date and i'm not shy about this i told anyone who i date if you want a child not like it's not like i purely don't want a child. i'm open to it but i'm like i'm not having a child Unless we put our money together and get a nanny. I'm not being a stay-at-home mom. I'm not going to be alone with a child 24 hours. Well, not 24 hours, but I'm not. Oh, but Marissa,
0: once you have the baby, that'll all change.
1: (laughs) No. No, I don't give a shit. If you think about having a future with me, we need to agree we're having a nanny, or I need to know you have paternity leave, because I'm not doing that shit. Because I am so obsessed with equality that I just—that's not even. I wouldn't even consider that. That's such bullshit. That is such bullshit. Also, I am sleep deprived baseline because yeah. I think I have an undiagnosed health issue. So, if you want me to be more unhinged, do you honestly want me to be more unhinged than I am now? <laughs> you don't. So, I'm sorry. I know that, that that wasn't very funny of a topic, or or. But I, I think, had fun. I feel like I. Need- I feel like I needed to share because I didn't even know that was in Congress right now, and I was like, "Maybe you don't either." Like, what the fuck? So yeah, I just—I don't know. That's all I got. Peace.
0: Now you can add activist to your hyphenate.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I don't know. I was gonna say any questions, and then I felt like I was gonna sound like David S. Pumpkins. So <laughs> instead, I will say. Don't have questions.
0: I don't have any more answers. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, it's 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 a new direction for the show to bring up a serious injustice and uh, actually offer some, uh, our listeners something they can do. Yeah,
1: right. I was like, I can't just stop this abruptly. I feel helpless.
0: Alex has uh, some kids. Uh, Mike Michael Vino has some kids. You know, like we have some listeners with kids. So you know, like. Definitely call up five seven zero podwad one. Let us know how your um, you know first months of uh, baby having, what uh, went.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm very actually very interested. I'm very interested to know uh, if you got paternity leave, how much paternity leave you got, how much paternity leave your wife got, and just how the fuck it was. Like you know if if you didn't. How things were if it was craziness or if you both had off like do you think like shit I could have never we could have never done this without us both being off like I would love some like real world just feedback uh, from someone who is of the age like I said where everyone's like why the fuck don't you have a baby I'm of the age where someone will be drunk at a party and tell me I should freeze my eggs (laughs) that
0: happened Um...
1: what the fuck
0: this also reminds me of uh, of the old, um, it's not really an adage because I don't know a simple way to say it, but when people go like, uh, oh man, like your parents, for example, might say something like, uh, oh my gosh, Marissa, you were up during the middle of the night all the time when you were a baby. When you have a baby, you'll see what it's like. And it's like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like. Like, that idea that people wish ill upon people who have to go through the same thing that they did. Like, I don't have any tips to help you, but boy, you're going to suffer like I did.
1: (laughs) I will say I'm glad my mother never said that. And I asked her recently, I was like, did you have to do it by yourself? And she's like, eventually things switched and I worked nights and your father took care of you during the day. But in the beginning, yes, I was all alone with your brother. But thankfully he slept a lot. And she was like, I don't know. You somehow make it work. To which I said, hey, if I'm with someone who doesn't get paternity leave, you're going to move in with me (laughs) for the beginning of my pregnancy. And she laughed. And I was like, I'm not joking. Anyway, continue.
0: So really quick before the end of the show and the plugs, we can we can forego plugs if you think we've been going too long, Marissa. But um, a couple of things I wanted to share with you. Um the underground transportation system carries the idea of tracks or a sense of going with what is expected of you, with the added image of delving below the surface.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Cassie's dream. Oh! <laughs> so by stepping out of the subway, she is stepping out of what is expected of her.
1: Hmm, interesting, okay.
0: And she ends up in an office building. And when you are, uh uh what dreams that take place in the office are generally exploring work issues when you are wanting more in your career, I'm gonna get to an explanation okay
2: mm-hmm.
0: remember um she then finds I didn't go into the bathroom, but there's a killer in her dream, and the idea that someone is a killer in a dream personifies how outworn aspects of behavior or thinking are being. Killed away as you move toward a transition in thinking. Often blood is involved as the idea of authentic feelings must rise to the surface. You'll also remember there were friends.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) All the people in a dream represent various parts of your identity as you grow. Friends from childhood can portray characteristics that were adopted during those formative years, while current friends will portray that side of you that you associate with them. Uh, so based on the people who were in your dream, Cassie, uh, this particular dream dictionary says to uh, identify a word that might describe that person and then look inside yourself for those types of uh,
3: feelings like or
0: thoughts. And um, the last thing you might recall is that there were videos on a phone. Phones are a symbol of how various aspects of the psyche seek to communicate with you. The person who calls you should be considered uh, in terms of the adjective you would use to describe them. Now, nobody called Cassie. She was watching murders happen on a video (laughs) uh, on a phone. (laughs) So so we're a little behind on that one. But I'm going to tell you that my interpretation of Cassie's dream is is that she stepped out of the subway. She stepped out of what was expected of her. She ended up in this creepy building that represents her wanting to rise, you know, uh, professionally. And um, she wants to be a killer. Okay. She wants to be the murderer in the dream. um, Because there was one more thing. Right. So, dreaming of stairs can represent your sense of how you are currently moving through life, going up would symbolize aspirations. So when she went upstairs to the killer's apartment, I mean, she's aspiring to be the killer. Mm. So Marissa, you be careful.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. I don't think I could have dissected it better. Uh, um, (laughs) Actually, I went on so long, so I'm not going to do any blow. (laughs)
0: Um, I did want to plug our Patreon um, because we got playlists for the holidays. Um, what did I just do, Marissa? And then oh, it, and then it was told. What's that? Sex and the City. Wait.
1: Oh yeah, Pete said. Oh, it was a wonderful surprise for me. He, uh, our on our Patreon, he reviewed. <laughs> and so it goes. No, yeah. no, and just like that. There you go. There you, you go. uh, so by mistake because he thought it was a movie and then I asked him to uh, review Pam and Tommy yeah yeah so thank you for that that was that was great and uh, I know I am behind on my reviews I have one coming very soon
0: I am uh, learning I think I'm learning a lot about myself in uh Pete previews (laughs) I, I think I'm learning that I'm kind of a hater
1: I mean, you are. Wait, <laughs> you hated on um, the Sex of the City trailer was hilarious when you fake laughed out loud over the one joke. I was like, oh yeah, that's fun.
0: Oh, 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 oh! This is why this is why I wrote it down, guys. The holiday season is coming. If you recall, Marissa and I like to send like um, stuff to our yeah. patrons during the holiday season. So I'm putting this out there because. If you're not a patron, you still have some time to sign up in December and get on our physical mailing list yeah so that we can send you some stuff. I already ordered some stuff um, Woo, that. and I didn't yeah I didn't get to tell Marissa about it yet uh, but it's gonna be light enough that you can put it in an envelope and get it out to people so cool. and you know what those people that we've been like sort of just passing off free things to because we know they listen and we like them not this time. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: You can donate one dollar on Patreon.
1: <laughs> um, Cassie was like, "I was almost gonna give to your Patreon, but then since we know each other, I thought it was weird, and I thought that was funny." You
0: yeah. should tell her Pete gives to our own Patreon.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. Pete gives to our, <laughs> our Patreon.
0: <laughs> well, everybody, it was nice having you. Thanks for listening to Marissa uh, lose her mind. And uh us reflect on some phone calls from our friends and fans. Um friends fr- I, I don't mean friends, some were friends and some were fans. I mean both friends and fans.
1: Yeah. Our friends. Fans are- Call us five one one, uh flat into my DMs at Risk Vandal and um also when I send out our Christmas mailing, do any of you like tea? Tell me if you like tea. If you don't like tea, there will be no tea. But if you do like tea, I'll throw in some custom made. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna knock, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock your socks made. off with tea.
1: I want to make a y'all herb tea blend.
0: Nice.
1: So yeah, if I at least have one person who likes tea, I'll make it. So anyway.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go DM Marissa. Hold on, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, if you like tea, I, I, I like tea. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you had a happy holiday. Bye. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi.